0: The Anton Savage Show on News Talk.
1: Now, every Saturday, there's the What's Going On slot that Anton does, and I'm very happy to do it as well. I'm joined by Philip Ryan, political editor of The Independent, and Barbara Scully, writer and broadcaster. You're both very welcome.
0: Thanks Uh, very much, Luke.
1: Good stuff, Barbara. I might start with you, Philip. Uh, One bit RTE yet again. We can't get away from it, can we? So there's a story about RTE and state aid and various aspects there.
2: Yeah, look, this is an interesting one. It's in the Irish Times. It's about what to do next with RTE uh, once all this controversy dies down and we stop flagging poor old Ryan Tuberty. um, And it's it's essentially how to save the station. And look it's inevitable it's going to need some money there's going to have to be some sort of rescue package people are stopping paying their licence bit of a boycott going on there and I'm sure there's problems with the commercial revenue too given the controversy that was. That this all centres on this is about advertising and uh, the government aren't going to just hand over money they can't be seen to do that that would be uh, wouldn't go down well with the public so they're going to need some sort of reforms what those reforms are or what those targets can be is unclear but like there's not a lot of time to do this so RT has essentially up until September or October to, to come up with some sort of plan that will be um, amenable to the government ministers before they start dishing out the cash in the budget. And and that's what the big question is going to be for Kevin Backhorse over the next few weeks and months. Yeah, it's a huge challenge, isn't it? Huge isn't it? challenge. So, yeah, I, I can't even understand. They're talking about... Uh, in this piece anyway, looking for more cost savings. I'm like, Look, I've been working in the media, I don't know, 15 years or more. And it's just, it's constantly about cutting costs. It, yeah. It's depressing. It's, it's just always about that. It never seems to be, any other solution to for right. a, any form of media whether it's public funded or if it's privately like, like this radio station or the newspaper I work for it's just been non-stop it's yeah. all about reducing costs
1: What gets me is, okay, there was a significant amount of money involved in this old uh, controversy yeah. wasn't there but nobody's a lot of people aren't paying their licence fee now are they this so is the problem so there's going to yeah. be a huge amount of money that would have to come from mm. the exchequer right into you to keep it going yeah. because of this controversy
2: yeah and it's, the, the boycott thing is worrying it is your legal duty to pay a licence fee you're obliged to do it Um look, you can understand why people are uh, protesting because they've seen that the money that they have been handing over, that the, the, the agency that is getting it wasn't being truthful and honest about it. So, look, that that's understandable and I think the politicians will take that into consideration as well. You've seen even in the courts that the judges have been throwing out cases when, it, when it's people who haven't paid their licence fee and mentioning the current ongoing scandal. Look, it, it's a hard one to see where they find a solution, but look, t- t- things things will be found yeah. and we we'll move
1: will, on. Will it's split into two, Oregon. That's one thing, isn't it? Like the more commercial aspect yeah. and, the, and, the, and then the public broadcasting bit. Is that likely, do you think?
2: Well, it's a difficult one there because... A lot of those shows that and the, the various things that people would say are, oh, that doesn't seem like public service broadcasts and like an episode of Friends or something, yeah. you know. But uh, you can be sure that it gets a lot of advertising to put on those shows because they're, they're watched more than, say, right. something that is a bit more newsworthy or uh, wordy. Of
1: course, yeah. Now, I have to ask you this. Do you think Ryan Togba will be back?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him back. I think a lot of people would. it it, it, it It's... People are divided on it. I've seen various polls about um, that. Uh, some of the staff out there, they wouldn't be overly happy with him as well. Um, especially those staff who worked under him, I can imagine, yeah. who uh, had took pay cuts and thought he was taking similar amounts um, based on his wages. It, it, like they're not going to be overly happy with that at all. So look, it's a it, and that's another big yeah. decision for Kevin Backers.
1: What gets me is who would have thought this would happen? It's incredible. It, it's, <laughs> it blew
2: up, yeah. didn't it? Almost uh, out of nowhere, and that. I've never seen a story develop no. so quickly. It, is it that because it's the I,
1: silly season partly and, and it's a good story? To,
2: it's a, it to is a good cover. story. People uh, are interested. Very interested? Well, it's very relevant yeah, to most of us. Yeah, that's it. A, you've got a, a celebrity there. You've got a... The, the, the national broadcaster in the middle of it you have the politicians rubbing their yeah. hands together going like it's not us for once yeah. <laughs> let's have fun ourselves so and and that's been driven through you have two committees looking at it for some reason in the Oireachtas and uh, various reviews it's a story that's not going away anytime soon as well like there's be a lot of more strands and yeah. discussion about this I'd say we're
1: going to Barbara I must turn to you we're going to talk about killian Murphy who seems to be <laughs> all over the media this morning isn't he as well and there's all kinds of things Irish film well, changed yeah, the way I heard- approach working you know what do you make of yeah, Killian at
0: the moment? He's yeah, I mean Killian is all over the place now. He's not quite as much all over the place as bloody Barbie is. No. I've got a headache <laughs> from all the pink wash and the pink everybody dressing in pink and pink everywhere. Um, and just before we talk about Killian Murphy, I do want to state for the record um, the only thing that makes because I, I I don't really get the whole Barbie thing, but the only thing that makes me happy is the fact that Barbie's actually older than me, and it does prove <laughs> that at one stage my name was actually quite trendy, like back in the late 50s <laughs> and yeah. the early 60s. <laughs> can,
1: can I call you Barbie Paris, for this slot specifically? <laughs> not like call me Barbie. You Barbie. Absolutely, <laughs> you
0: cannot. The last person to call me Barbie is dead. So no, you cannot call me Barbie by any by any means. You can call me Barb, but that's yep. about it. Right. But yeah, no, Killian Murphy. Yeah, I mean, I love Killian Murphy, and I'm not a big kind of moviegoer or, or movie buff or anything like that. But there's something kind of. He's he's one of these actors that, unlike a lot of actors, he always looks quite surprised that he is in the limelight and quite surprised that he is kind of being hero worshipped and lauded. You know, um, he always seems to be slightly aloof from all of the kind of the hoopla that goes on around a movie like Oppenheimer. Right. Um, but he was he was talking in an interview um, recently about how the film that kind of changed the way he, he approached uh, movie making was the Wind, that, uh, the Wind That Shakes the Barley, which was a film made by Ken Loach about the War of Independence. Quite a gritty, um, good movie, yeah. um, and he was in that, and I suppose it was his first big part. But he said because Ken Loach shot it chronologically, and I've always thought actors, you know, it must be really difficult because I know most movies are made by shooting scenes, you know, according to location rather than according to a timeline. Um and he said that changed the way he he kind of felt about about movies right. uh, because he also said that he's very bad at auditioning; that he's always been mortified about auditioning, you know, and always felt embarrassed um, about it all. And that's the way he kind of comes across. But I haven't seen Oppenheimer, and unlike the, Bar- the aforementioned Barbie movie, it is one that I probably will try and go to see. It's right. Three
2: hours long, though. I know.
1: Yeah, well, I, I, I can't wait to see problem. it as a scientist, because you know, and I know Oppenheimer. His story is very yeah, well worn. Yeah. If you're a scientist, you see we know all the history of it. But to see Killya Murphy playing him in a movie
2: is so Just exciting. You, is I don't like three hour movies, and. I don't know if I'm a big Killian Murphy fan. Really? Oh, there's controversy (laughs) now. I don't know. I never watched that Peaky Blinders thing. Yeah. Yeah, Winter Shaked Barley was good, I suppose. Yeah. Well we know with
1: Oppenheimer that's going to win with a big bang isn't it yeah. especially yeah. when the bomb goes <laughs> off so that's, that's the yeah. building like, up The to story
2: that. is very interesting though and the, the moral questions he must have had at the time yeah. and things like that as well I know yeah, It's a great, it's a great science, an a half, science story I have done it,
1: yeah, it <laughs> And do you think for, uh, Irish film is and actors and all this sort of stuff you know there's a lot going on isn't there with all the Oscars and what have you he may well yeah. win an Oscar you never know so do you think I mean, the future is you know, very I, bright for Irish actors and actresses
0: Well think I think it? it's I think it's pretty good and I mean you know it is you is—you know, I know it's a cliche to say that you know of storytellers and great writers and all the rest of it. But we actually are, um, and I do think that that is something. And I mean, that kind of feeds into the whole RT public broadcasting thing as well. You know, we do have great storytellers. We do have great writers. We have great actors. And we also seem to have now an awful lot of the producers and that kind of thing. I was at a, the tail end of a thing in Dublin during the week, um, organised by women in, in um, film and television Ireland. And again, you know, surrounded by these amazing women making low-budget movies um, and working away kind of under the the radar yeah. to a large extent. So, I do think that culturally we are a very rich country. And I do think that it's something that if, if RT, you know, what, if they can find their way out of these woes, I think that, you know, making good drama is something we should be able to do reasonably easily because we have the raw materials, if yeah. you like. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I just finished watching Bad Sisters on Apple TV and it blew me away. That's yeah, is yeah, that is good. Yeah, I watch that. Yeah.
1: I must have seen that. Yes,
0: it's, it's, it's awesome. superb. Yeah. It's, it's honestly brilliant. And, amazing. I mean, it's it's the writing is brilliant. The characters are brilliant. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's so Irish. It's great.
1: Isn't it? Yeah, of no, course. For me, you see, that this is a great example. It's art and science mixed, isn't it? Great to so here <laughs> we have an Irish actor playing Oppenheimer. It's superb, you know. So it, puts, it kind of puts Irish science on the map, slightly, That's the other thing I like about it. Now, another big story is, of course, climate change. It's a bit like RTE isn't it? But it's always in the media now, yeah. isn't it? You know, there's a big story about extreme weather will change the way we holiday forever in The Independent yeah. this mm-hmm. morning now, page 14. Yeah, what you make of that one?
2: This is Caroline Doherty's writing um, about the, look, the, the crazy weather temperatures that we've been seen all over the world last week Um, and what it might mean for Ireland, especially... In the sense that Ireland, because we, you know, we're not a tropical country just yet. Some of the showers might feel like that sometimes, but we're, but it's still a relatively cool country. Uh, our temperatures um, are, are like going up like everywhere else, but it's it's not as bad just yet. So we could become a tourism hotspot. People will no longer want to go to the Mediterranean or the Aegean, Aegean Sea and, and all those places, Greece, Spain for Italy and they'll all start flocking here because yeah. our weather will be a little bit more sustainable so um, it, it, but as Carlin points out that's not necessarily going to be a good thing because as temperatures increase like we're not set up for hot temperatures there's no nobody has uh, air conditioning in their homes and restaurants and everywhere else it, it's just we, we've never needed it yeah. so so that could become an issue like it's hard to know where all this extreme weather stuff is going to go. It's yeah, I mean, my,
1: the dream here is that vines will start to grow in Ireland and we can start making wine. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Oh yeah. And Irish then secondly, wine. yeah, the tourists flocking here. There, there is a real prospect of that because my like yeah. friends of mine are saying, "I'm not going to go to Greece this year because yeah. it's part yeah. of, especially have kids, you know, I'm yeah. not going to go on holidays to these places anymore." You know, so well, you never so it'll know. It'll
2: be the central pay yeah, of you Ireland. Don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a, it's a all very all bright future. Yeah, like, but but it's, I mean, the climate story keeps coming, doesn't it? But all the time and and. Um, and at the moment, as you know, it's the hottest temperatures ever are being recorded
2: yeah. in places. So it, really is It, a sign it, it, it is worrying. To, you'd wonder if it can be reversed as well. Like that's, it, the, that's the big question. Yeah, exactly. Like everything, all the, the various things that people have been doing over the years, whether it's from carbon taxes to the bag levies, you'd wonder what does it yeah. really make an impact, especially when it's are it such a small country that we can't really globally yeah. make an impact at, at all.
1: And now we have some th- people texting in Philip, saying, my advice, Philip, watch Peaky Blinders, then come back with a critique of, <laughs> of Killian's <laughs> career. That's Lorna said so that. You
2: know, a lot, lot of
1: fans out there for <laughs> Killian, isn't Yeah. But uh, getting back to the, mm. the climate change issue, I mean, um, one, in my opinion anyway, something has to, the, the, there's a clear and present danger now. Like we mm. thought, okay, we may get global warming, get flooding, say, or agriculture. Mm. But now the problem is, is these huge temperatures. And remember, there was a startling statistic this week that 61,000 people died in Europe Last year, probably yeah. because of the global warming you know. And Barbara, what, what do you think about that? The risk of to our health. Well, I mean, I concern. think,
0: yeah, I think this. I think we're, we're now into a very interesting um, space because we've been talking about climate change for the last ten years, and it wasn't real to a lot of people. It was kind of out there, and it was all very abstract. This is the first year, I think, that suddenly Irish people, because I mean, to us, global warming sounds grand. We could do with a bit of that here. You know, we're always freezing like we are at the minute in the summer. But I think that now it's starting to impact people in a real way. I've spoken to people. My brother was on holidays last week in the south of Spain where he goes every year. And he did say he was glad to be home uh, because he said it was just too uncomfortable. And that it's the first time I think that people are going to be severely impacted by the effect of the climate changing. Um, And I'm hoping that we might be coming somewhere closer to a kind of a critical mass point where we will all start to change our behaviour in a way that hopefully will make some kind of a difference. Because I think, as you mentioned, people going on holidays with children, to those kind of, that, it's just whatever about as adults as with kids. You cannot bring kids to those kind no, of. That's impossible, um, isn't it? Yeah. Um, it's just appalling. And I mean, again, I used to work in the travel business back in, 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 in its heyday, day, I suppose, back in the 80s. Um, and, you know, if, if you got rain in a resort, there was nothing to do. So if you're and having these kind of high temperatures that I mean you can't go out the door is as bad as having a lash and rain. You can't go out. You have yeah. to stay in. And there's nothing to do. Now, again, um, the piece in, in the uh, Independent also says that, you know, this might mean that more, more tourists will actually come here. Uh, But again, climate change apparently is going to make us, and and maybe we're seeing it it as well at the moment, into a a warmer but wetter. So we're going to have like flooding and a lot more rain and that kind of stuff. But also, we're not set up in the way to to cater for people who traditionally would have gone, say, with their family to campsites in France, where there's fabulous facilities, loads of activities laid on. We don't tend to have that here. So um, we are at an interesting point. But I do think that, that um, perhaps this will be something that will cause people to change our behaviour. Of yep. course, the biggest change we can all make is to cut down a lot on eating meat. Yep. Um, I'll just yep. leave that with you as a vegetarian on That's the right. high moral Real ground and,
1: yeah. and, and a Texas come in, I'm fed up with the torrential rain here, Luke. <laughs> Did you notice that? I woke up with the rain last night. But it was lashing <laughs> rain. That was the last oh, night. No, I
2: slept yeah. through it.
1: <laughs> well, thank you very much to both of you, Philip and mm-hmm. Barbara, for going through some of the big stories in the papers this morning.
2: The
0: Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.